Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I'm your host, Christina. If you follow my ministry, you know I am passionate about reviving and uniting the body of Christ in order to fulfill the Great Commission with extravagant love for one another and for a hurting world. I invite you today to join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and best of all, your testimonies of God's goodness in your lives. Thank you for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I am so excited to have you with me here today. So excited that you're joining me on this process of learning more about Jesus. Today, we have a great teaching and some more testimonies for you today. I hope you guys have enjoyed your Thanksgiving, and I hope you are staying safe out there. So today's teaching is called Transfigured by Grace. How beautiful are the feet that bring good news. Worshipping at the bottom of those nail-pierced feet who brought the news of the kingdom of God to earth is one of my favorite places to be. What good news he brought. Our beloved king did not send an angel. He himself came came as a stranger to this world to save those who had no idea they needed saving. What wisdom, what beauty, what majesty he possesses. Isaiah 52, 7 says, How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. That is Isaiah 52, verse 7, NIV. The feet who once stood on the Mount of Transfiguration were nailed to the cross so that the message of grace and the coming of his kingdom would be fulfilled. I love the story of the Mount of Transfiguration. It's one of my favorite scripture passages to teach or preach. In it, we see a biblical basis for the heart of the Father towards the message his Son brought and a clear depiction of the changing of covenants. Here, Jesus takes Peter, James, and John up a mountain with him to discover the glory of the new covenant brought by the Son and its superiority to the law and the prophets. Matthew 17, 1-3 After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as the light. Just then appeared before them Moses and Elijah, talking with Jesus. That is Matthew 17, 1-3, NIV. In the Bible, people often represent covenants. We see a biblical basis for this when the Apostle Paul describes Sarah as a depiction of the new covenant of grace and Hagar as a depiction of the law. Galatians 4, 21-31 
Tell me, you who want to be under the law, are you not aware what the law says? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by the slave woman and the other by the free woman. His son by the slave woman was born according to the flesh, but his son by the free woman was born as the result of divine promise. These things are being taken figuratively. The two women represent two covenants. One covenant is from Mount Sinai and bears children who are to be slaves. This is Hagar. Now Hagar stands for Mount Sinai in Arabia and corresponds to the present city of Jerusalem because she is in slavery with her children. But the Jerusalem that is above is free, and she is our mother. For it is written, Be glad, barren woman, you who never bore a child. Shout for joy and cry aloud, you who were never in labor. Because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband. Now you, brothers and sisters, are like Isaac children of promise. At that time, the son born according to the flesh persecuted by the son born by the power of the spirit. It is the same now. But what does the scripture say? Get rid of the slave woman and her son, for the slave woman's son will never share in the inheritance with the free woman's son. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we are not children of the slave woman, but of the free woman. That is Galatians 4, 21-31, NIV. But here on the mountaintop appears Moses and Elijah, representing the covenants of the law and the prophets. Peter says to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, we will put up shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. However, the Father steps in and corrects Peter because he is missing the point. The supporters of the law, the supporters of the prophets have missed the point of the presence of the Son. The Son supersedes the law and the prophets in every way. In fact, the whole point of each covenant is to glorify the Son. The law and the prophets were given in order that Israel might recognize the Son in His messianic appearance. Matthew 17, 5 while he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. That is Matthew seventeen five NIV. The father who loves the son sets the well-meaning disciples straight. He declares the change in covenants when he states, This is my beloved son. Listen to him only. Then we see Moses and Elijah disappear to leave our beloved Jesus standing only. 
Beloved, it's time to hear Jesus only and be transfigured by grace. It is in the hearing of the new covenant only that we become like Jesus with our minds, clothes, bodies, and spirits glowing in the brightness of his light. 2 Corinthians 3.18 And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into His image with ever-increasing glory which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. That is 2 Corinthians 3.18 NIV It's important, and I want to point out, that the Old Covenant brought to the people by Moses, a servant of God, not a son, came with a fading glory. But the glory of the New Covenant brought by the Son is ever-increasing. What glory, what majesty the Son possesses, and we become like Him, transfigured into a glorious, ever-increasing light through beholding Jesus only. John 1, 9-14 The true light that gives light to everyone was come into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling place among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. That is John 1, 9 through 14, NIV. This is why, beloved, my favorite place to be is worshiping at the feet of the one who loves with an endless love and an ever-increasing glory. He continually brings good news, news of his mercy, news of his healing, news of his unearned, undeserved favor. I invite you today, beloved, to behold Jesus only and be transfigured by grace himself. It's testimony time. Get ready for an encouraging testimony on what God is doing in the earth today. Please make sure to submit your testimony of the goodness of God in your lives to me today and hear it potentially read on Revealing Jesus. The link is in the show notes. Let's encourage one another today with the goodness of God. Our next testimony comes from Chelsea. Chelsea says she was recently out on a missions trip ministering to the homeless community on the streets. Chelsea says she was nervous about being able to effectively love the people she encountered because of the COVID restrictions of social distancing. 
But Chelsea says the Lord took over. Chelsea encountered a woman on the streets named Emily. Emily began to tell her of her story about how she had just lost her fiancé. She asked if she could pray for Emily, and Emily, of course, said yes. As she began to pray, she prayed that the Father would just embrace Emily and provide comfort during this time. She says that you could feel the tangible presence of God, and it just enveloped her. Emily started to cry, as she could feel it too. Even though she had to stay six feet away, Chelsea was so happy that the Holy Spirit could do what her heart so longed to do, which was embrace Emily during this difficult time. Chelsea wants everybody to know that just continue to be faithful as the Lord leads, and He will embrace them even if you can't. Chelsea, thank you so much for your testimony. I know this is going to encourage a lot of people. We stand with you, and we continue to say yes to God, but in safe ways, trusting that He will continue to embrace people right where they are. God bless you, Chelsea. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. If you liked today's episode, be sure to subscribe, share it with your friends. If you want more information on our ministry and how you can partner with us, please visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. We've got information on there about our events, blog posts, the extravagant love store, and more. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Christina Pereira Ministries. Until then, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless you.